0: You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, It's Not Your Diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your... Hey, welcome back to another episode. It is your host, Ty, aka Tyra. Welcome back to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast how are you doing today i'm doing pretty good um this episode is coming out just a few hours late i am sorry but as i promised i wanted to do a shout out to all of our listeners i'm gonna shout out your cities or the country that you're in first i want to start by saying thank you so much to all of our new listeners if you're um listening for from anywhere Um, And this is your first time listening. Welcome. All of our faithful listeners over in the UK, I appreciate you. Of course, Illinois, that is where I'm from. All the people that I know and don't know from Illinois. Hey, shout out to y'all. Ohio, Tennessee, our faithful listeners in Tennessee, in Florida, Texas, California, Spain, we have some new listeners over in Spain. And also, Canada, Can't Forget Canada, all of our listeners there, how are you? I appreciate y'all for listening and sharing. Egypt, the Netherlands, Australia, Ireland, France, Russia. Uh, Yeah, all of you all, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all for continuing to share. Um, If you have not connected with us on Instagram, make sure you connect. Um, You can message me on Instagram. Leave us a review if you have not left us a review yet. Please, please, please leave us a review. It is appreciated because, of course, I don't get paid from doing this. But when you leave me a review, it's like you're paying me. So thank you so much to everybody who has left us a review. And if you're enjoying this podcast, just stick around, continue journaling with us. And let's get into the show. So I told y'all, for all of our new listeners, you don't know, but uh, I'm taking you on a journey with me this season to really talk about things that I've been experiencing because, of course, we can always learn from each other. And honestly, I had began to feel at a certain point like like I was having, or like I was a afraid of making the wrong choice. So God shared a message with me. And then I read my devotional today and then I did my Bible study today. And then I was like, "Wow, God, like all these messages are saying the same thing, talking about fear, and I originally thought I was going to be talking about something else on this episode." But then God kind of brought it all together. And of course, that led me to look up the definition for fear. And so fear is actually an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous and is likely to cause pain or is a threat. And then when I looked this up, uh, it said that there's this perception that we have of real danger. And that's why our fear kicks in. But then there's also a perception of imagined danger. And when I started to think about the definition, I was able to learn that fear is actually physical. Fear always prompts an action from us. And they even like one of the things, the ways they explain fear is like fear is foggy you know it's like that gray area in life and God actually shared something to me and I wanted to share it with y'all he said sometimes it's your own thoughts holding you back in your relationship with me and I want you to know listening that sometimes it's your own thoughts holding you back in your relationship with God too and it's not even the thoughts about him that are holding us back sometimes it's the thoughts of everything else in our lives that's Holding us back, and the thoughts about making the right choice like, for me, it was am I making the right choice or am I making the wrong choice? God, am I aligned with you or am I out of alignment in making this choice? And in my mind, I was thinking that like there's only one choice, I was thinking, like. God has given me this, this one decision, and if I'm praying and asking him to show me which way to go, that that he will reveal this choice or he'll tell me I'm making the wrong choice. And this all came full circle to me this morning when I was doing my devotional, and I wanted to actually share. I want you to know that you might be holding on to emotions you know, let me just speak. Let me just straight up speak on what God said, okay? I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. Know that you are holding on to emotions that God wants to release you of and that only he can relieve you of. Like when I wrote this down and I was thinking about it, okay, so God, I'm holding on to these emotions. So this fear, fear that I'm not even making the right decision or fear of making the wrong decision, I'm understanding it now. And God straight up told me to check my response and to check my heart in feeling like he was supposed to be leading me to the right choice or like I need to fast for the right decision to come to me when he had already given me the wisdom. So think about that. Think about your response to whatever emotions that you're feeling or if you are dealing with fear for any number of reasons think about your response to the fear think about why you're feeling like this check your heart where is your heart positioned when you think about the fear that you're having and he he really was just telling me like listen closely you have my wisdom, like this is what you've been praying for, and you 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 pray for it, knowing that I would give it to you, but yet you still have this fear that you might make the wrong decision, and so he told me after that, like move forward and be patient because in due time. And it was just like his reassurance that, okay, I have his wisdom. I need to check my response then. Checking why I feel like I'm afraid to make a decision that will lead me off his path. If I've I've been fasting, if I've been studying, if I've been praying with the right heart posture, where's the fear coming from? And I really wanted to talk about this. Because I didn't really realize how it was holding me back in my relationship with him. There's this one thing that I want you to say. If you can say it every day, great. If not, when you can remember it, continue to say it. Especially if you are in a space where you might be dealing with any any type of fear or any emotion that you don't understand. Or any decision that you're having a hard time making or if you're waiting for confirmation. Say this. To God, Allow my focus to reflect your wisdom today and let it be real simple and real clean. Check your heart and check your response. And I do have some points that I want to share just based off of my time with God and my devotional. The revelation that came to me. And so point number one, everyone has been a prisoner to fear at some point. It's just time to realize when you are a prisoner. So there's actually something that I want you to do. Okay, say you're driving. Okay, let me just make it visual. Make it super visual. Make it simple, Tyra. Don't overcomplicate it, okay? So you're driving. And I know depending on where you live, most of us have driven through like foggy areas. But have have you ever driven through one that's just like super, super foggy and you can't see? And like, like you can't see out your rear view, like there's a car, you know, there's a car behind you, but you can't see it. And you know, there's a car in front of you, but you can't see it because it's so foggy and they're so far ahead of you. You know, it's like this type of thing. So imagine fear as the fog that you're driving through, right? You can't see anything. And in that moment, you are literally in prison, like you're, you're inside of the fog. Let me make it real simple. Guess what created the fog? Your fear. Fear creates this fog in our lives. And sometimes it actually can be so binding. What is fear and what are we afraid of? Well, for me, I was afraid of making the wrong choice. I was afraid of making the wrong choice. But some of us, we have different fears. So some people can have fear of rejection, fear of being misunderstood. We can have um, fear of uncertainty. Fear of being sick, especially with this uh delta variant going around, like we are in a world that is trying to make us afraid, right, so sometimes we fall in prison by our own fear, we are trying to navigate our life through this fog we're dry- literally driving. Down these paths, foggy, super foggy, and I, I had to fast. Like that's why I said last week I was gonna be fasting, like, cause I was feeling so clouded, and it was legit because I was up here, like, so afraid of making the wrong choice and being like, okay, God, um, like, give me your your confirmation, but He's like, no, you're not young anymore. You're not this baby anymore in your faith. I'm not going to hold your hand, especially through this fog that your fear is creating. You have to learn to get this under control. You have to learn how to fully trust me so that when when it starts to get a little foggy, you know what steps to take next. I can't continue to give you this confirmation so that the fear can then go away because at what point do you learn how to get rid of this fog on your own. At what point do you learn to let go of the fear on your own? And when when he gave me his revelation, I swear I was just like, wow, that makes sense. Okay, got it, noted, not happy about it, but I understand. So in us remembering that everybody at some point has some sort of fear, even if they can't pinpoint it right away, we all have dealt with it or deal with it or will deal with it in some way, shape, or form. I want you to remember Psalm 27. That's actually where I was studying it today. The first verse, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So think about when we're trying to navigate through this fog, right? We already have the wisdom that we need. So just pay attention to God's light. Like his light is what's gonna guide us through the fog, through it, he's gonna meet us right there in the fog, as dark as it is as dark as it is as gloomy at it as it is and he's just going to pull us right through if we lean on the wisdom if we continue to pray for the wisdom that we need to get through whatever it is we're dealing with whatever the emotion is okay point number 2 waiting on god is not easy but he's worth waiting for and i say this because we can get to a place where we're praying And we are praying for God to help us through certain seasons, certain emotions, certain states of mind. We can be praying that He. Rescues us from a job, or um, helps us in our family, and and maybe pulls. Maybe our family's dealing with something, and we're praying, and we know um, what God's truth says. We know that God knows our heart. We know all these things, right? But we're waiting on Him, and sometimes it can get very hard. Like for real, like let's not even lie. Sometimes it feels like God isn't answering us. Have you ever felt like that? Because I know I have, I know for a fact, I have I felt like, God, like I don't know what else you need me to do. I feel like I'm doing exactly what you need me to do, like what else is it that I can do and, and this is where the fear comes in because it's like, God, this is what your truth says and and i'm and I'm doing it, and I'm being obedient, but like I feel like you're not hearing me, I feel like you're not answering me. And and sometimes I feel like he doesn't understand. Like he doesn't know how urgent this thing that I'm praying for is. And then that invokes this fear in me to where I'm like, then I'm questioning things and then I'm second guessing, like, okay, God, but you're not answering me and I'm trying to make this decision for this urgent matter in my life. And I feel like you don't you don't get it and you don't hear me. And and then I remember Cause like today I was reminded that like God's in control and you know that. And then I go back to like being impatient and wanting to be a control girl and wanting to um, do it myself. And then I'm like, Ooh, nope. See you, you going backwards and I need you to go forward and you're not in control. I'm in control. And like, okay, God, I know that you are a fair God and I don't understand this. It seems like you're not understanding me in this moment. And in these moments now, I know because I'm on the other side of it, but like in these moments where we feel like God isn't hearing us, he's not understanding what we're saying, And and we might be a little fearful and we might we might want him to show us the direction and we might want him to like hold our hand. And that's causing fear because he's like, no, you're you're growing up. I can't hold your hand anymore. Um, In these moments, it's so important to remember that he's trying to teach us something. Like he's literally trying to teach you something. And like when you're in it, it's so hard. To know, right? But once you come out of it, it's like, oh, okay, God, like I was. It was a lesson in this, and and I don't want to have to deal with this again. So let me get the lesson, so I don't have to retake this test. And I want to encourage you to just start using your wisdom. Like, start using your wisdom to understand the lessons that He's trying to teach you, because as you're growing and as you um progress in your own faith, you will start to see the patterns of, of the tests and how they go, and you will start to become more aware, you know, that's like the thing coming becoming more self-aware. So that was point two. That was kind of long. Now, point number three is so, so very important to remember. And it also, again, can be a little challenging to remember when you're in it. But if you can grab a hold to this one thing, your imperfections, will never ever override God's promises for you no matter what like as long as you're walking and you're walking in faith, you're trusting him, your focus is on him. Um, there was this quote I read in my devotional that said where where you stare, you steer. So what where your focus is, that's the direction you're gonna steer to like we talked about the fog. You might be in like the fear that you have. It might be fogging up your whole, the whole road for miles, but you're staring. Remember the direction in which you are staring in. That is the direction that you're going to steer in. So as long as your focus is on God, you will continue to steer in his direction in the direction that he needs you to steer in, right? Because God's promises are not dependent on your ability to choose well, like uh, this is also from my devotional. Okay, God's promises are not dependent on your ability to choose well, but on God's ability to use well. I'm gonna say it one more time. God's promises are not dependent on your ability to choose well, but on God's ability to use well. And and the the craziest thing, right, that I read is that God gives us more than one right choice that's going to be pleasing to him but there's no pressure there's literally no pressure to to make the perfect choice and so for me in in my fear my fear like oh my gosh like i feel like i have to be intentional god like allow me to have your wisdom and like like praying for all these things and then reading this today it's just like so this whole time I've been overthinking and like being fearful and I've been in my own head and really getting in my own way. And then to read that like God gives us more than one right choice that's pleasing to him, but there's no pressure. But I was putting all this pressure on myself. I was putting all this pressure on myself. I literally was. And it is, it's just so sad. And let me tell you why. Because if we go back to the beginning, what God said, and then I want y'all to know is that it's your own thoughts holding you back in your relationship with God. God gives us more than one right choice that is pleasing to him, but there's no pressure. Why? Because God's promises are not dependent on our ability to choose the best decision, But on God's ability to use the decision, because no matter what choice we make, he's given us, you have the wisdom already. He's given us the wisdom to make a choice. And then he's given us about three, four choices that are all pleasing to him. How amazing is that? Like when I read this, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I've been freaking out. I've been so afraid to make the wrong choice, but God, you've given me about five different choices and I can choose either one, but how I steward the choice after I make it. How, when I make the choice, no matter what that choice is, how am, how, what's my attitude going to be? Like I said in the beginning, like check your heart. Like, how, What is your heart posture going to be after you make the choice? What is your obedience going to be after you make the choice? How is God going to use you in that environment, that new environment? You, you chose a new job. Okay. How is God going to show up at your new job? How, how is he going to use you? How are you going to let him to use you? are you going to choose this new job and not allow God to use you in it this this choice is pleasing to him it's already pleasing to him there's no pressure at all but i was putting all this pressure on myself and so no now knowing that God wants to use us after we decide he wants us to grow so after we choose he wants to fill our voids he wants to Heal our hurt. You know, he wants to make us better people, better leaders, better parents, um, better children, better husbands, better wives. Because after after this, you know, after we make these choices, after we are walking in faith for all these years, after our minds are focused on him, after we are choosing with his wisdom, he's literally allowing us to create a better world, a better experience. People are going to see God through us because of how we are aligned. So allowing the fear. Yeah, the fear might be there. But how do we now navigate that? Yes, um, it might be a little challenging to make certain decisions. But how are we going to steward the decisions? you know, your imperfections are never going to stop what God has for you. And everybody deals with some sort of fear, this fog, but we allow God to be our light. We allow, we follow him as our light through the fog, through the fear. He's right there with us. He's not going to hold our hand, but when we stare, when we focus, On him, he is our light and he's going to guide us no matter how afraid you are. Even if, you know, you're afraid of rejection, right? This rejection has created so much fog in your life, allowing God to come in, focusing on God. Now my focus on God has become the light that I need to now conquer my fear of rejection. He's not going to just completely take away the fear completely, but guess what? He's going to be the light that's going to eventually walk us out of this fear of rejection. He's going to allow us to make choices that will help us conquer our fear of rejection. As you focus on him more, he's going to walk you out of this. He's going to allow you to feel secure. He's going to put people around you. He's going to put things around you so that he can walk you out of this. It's not him holding your hand and being like, you don't, he might not always say you're not going to get sick, but he's going to make sure that you are comforted in this. He's going to be in it with you. He's going to be the light. He's going to send people in to help you through exactly what you're dealing with. All the fear, no matter what it, no matter what you're afraid of, even when it comes to uncertainty, sometimes we have a fear of, of what's next. Like right now I started a new job this week and, and it, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, this is new, but I know that no matter what God is going to use this opportunity to help me conquer the fear that I have, the fear of making the wrong choice. Now that I know that God has already given me five different choices and I made one, how is this new opportunity going to allow me to grow? How am I going to bring God's presence with me into this new job? And not overthinking it, but trusting that I have the wisdom to make the right de- the right decision. Trusting that God is going to surround me with Every single resource that I need to be the best at this new job that I've never done before. Trust in that. And that's just such an amazing feeling. That's just such an amazing. So I do want to recap the point. Number one, everyone has been a prisoner to fear at some point. Number two, waiting on God is not easy, but he's worth waiting for. And number three, your imperfections will never override God's promises. And those are our points. That is our message. I didn't want to keep y'all here for too long. Before we get into our journal assignment, though, and our Melody of the Week, of course make sure you share this episode with at least one person that you know who you know can benefit from it. In your takeaways from this episode, note that it's your own thoughts holding you back in your relationship with God sometimes. Think about your responses. Think about where your heart is positioned and say to yourself, pray to God and just say, God, allow my focus to reflect your wisdom today. And if you can say it every day, say it, but definitely make that an affirmation. And then as a response to this episode, there's something that I need you to do And for our journal assignment for this week. I'm switching it up just a little bit, but this was something that God had me do and I wanted to share with y'all so y'all can definitely get out and do this. Well, not get out because you ain't going nowhere. But um, for your journal assignment, let's get our goals for the rest of 2021 on some paper. Let's write it down in your journal, your diary, your notes, your planner, wherever they need to go. But God has given you specific direction and you've been afraid to move on this direction. You've been second guessing the decisions that you know that you're supposed to make. You know, God might have told you to do some things and you haven't done them or he's been you've been there's something on your heart that you know you should be doing and you're not doing it out of fear. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you're putting one foot in front of another being proactive. So get those goals down and just start planning out how you can um how you can finish the year strong, how you can continue to be obedient, how you can continue to walk on the path that God has laid out for your life and remember your imperfections, they don't they don't matter to God. They're not going to sway his plans for your life. Remember, please. So yeah, that's our journal assignment getting our goals down, getting a plan for how we're going to achieve our goals for the rest of the year. No matter what they are, they don't have to be some broad goals. Even in your healing journey, like what things have you not done that you need to do that are going to allow you to continue to become who God needs you to be? What is it? We're doing the boundaries. Every Wednesday, journals are coming out about us setting boundaries. Y'all know that's something that I'm working on and they can be tough. So whatever it is, The thought of it, it kind of makes you cringe, but you need to do it. You need to, whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but there's something that's there. And so let's get it done. Let's, for real, let's do it together. No matter how uncomfortable it is, y'all know blessings just don't happen in our comfort zone, period. And now for one of the most favorite parts of the episode, well, one of my favorite parts of the episode, our melody of the week. So now this one, this is another homework assignment because I really need you to feel this song. I need you to feel it, okay? Feel it in your soul. I need you to go listen to it and I need you to feel it, okay? Um, No, I'm just playing. But I mean, I do need you to feel it, but I was just being a little extra. So this song, the name of it is Can't Lose by Mission. And he says in it, Lately, I feel like I can't lose Yeah. Hands on the Bible, that's the truth, yeah. Sit back and watch, I pay my dues, yeah. Ain't what you say, it's what you do, yeah. And then he says, hand on the wheel on the freeway. Ain't nobody promised me it would be easy. And I picked this song because when when you listen to it, you gonna feel it. like You are going to feel it. Because we just talked about the fog. How ironic is this? We talked about the fog. We talked about driving through fog. And then in the song, he says, hand, hand on the wheel on the freeway. Ain't nobody promised it would be easy. Exactly. Because right now, you are driving through a territory that is not familiar. You can't see. You don't know what you're doing. And and, and nobody told you it would be easy. But yet, somehow, you think it would be easy. Right now, I'm talking to myself um so yes go listen to this song you'll probably like it share it of course with us I am still like fasting right now certain days I fast from certain things so you might see me on there you might not we'll see have a great week and I will talk to y'all next Monday bye